This is the Let Get Discussion Podcast. Only you, only you, you will what, understand what? and appreciate what's about to happen. Now this goes out to my people representing me. A smooth operator operating correctly. Now this goes out to my people representing me. Eclectic relaxation. Now this goes out to my people representing Rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. E. Conceited bastard. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. Allow to introduce myself. You want the man. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. You say I'm not the E. You want to make it better. Most critically acclaimed Pulitzer Prize winner. Best storyteller. Thug narrator. When I step up in the place, they know I step correct. OG pimp, hustler, gangster, player, hardcore motherfucker, living today. To be honest, I am totally and completely on his dick. Yeah, thank you for downloading another episode of the EDP. Eclectic Discussion Podcast. I'm Eclectic. Um, if you looked at the title, you already know what this uh, particular episode is about. Here's the thing. People love to compare eras in sports, and they, they compare eras in music. Um, everybody wants to anoint someone the GOAT, or a team as the GOAT. Also, what's weird is that everyone wants their personal favorite to be seen as the greatest, which is weird. Um, Also, what is weird is most people these days have the same favorite player. That's terrible. Um, And most people have no loyalty to teams. It's not teams don't do anything for you. It's just growing up, you pick a team, that's your team for the rest of your life, unless the team moves. But... Fuck, that's your team. Now people just follow a player from squad to squad, which also never happened because of free agency. Anyway, NBA. I remember um, me and my friends, we would all have different players. We 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 still do. I mean, don't, the ones that haven't been brainwashed. But we all have uh, different favorite players. Mine was Magic way back in the day. Um my, my other boy, his was Isaiah Thomas. We'd all get the jerseys and everything. Uh, Brian Madu. Brian was Neek. Craig was Barkley. Rodney was Pippen. On and on. Everybody get the jerseys. We'd go out and play, you know. But at the time, we'd still agree that in the 80s, Magic was probably the best player. In the 90s, Jordan was probably the best player. There's no argument. You have fun debates, but, you know, heaven 
different favorites was dope because we, like I said, we'd get the jerseys, we'd go play ball for real and try to emulate the players, you know, as much as we could, being all under 6'2". Um, but that was that was what we did. Individuality used to be fun, you know. Also, um, individuality was wanted because you didn't want to have the same favorite as someone else. That was whack. It's no fun. Um, we also made it a point to repick, you know, after a while, some second favorites or something because you can't, I can't still be trying to do Magic Johnson shit in 93. Yes. I mean, I could, but anyway. Look, back to the different era stuff, the, the, the whole point of this episode. See, you can't compare errors. The reason why in the NBA, because I'm probably going to do an NFL one too, but the reason why in the NBA you can't compare someone playing now or the past 10 years to a player from the 70s or the 80s or the 90s is because it's a totally different game. The criteria is different. Here's the thing. If you want to have a for real debate, you have to establish the criteria. You can't just say somebody's better than somebody that played, you know, 20 years ago. You ain't lying. It has to be a criteria. Now, look, if you want to say stats, which is the worst fucking argument in the history of, then it is what it is because they say numbers don't lie. But even then, it's a different game. So how you got those numbers means something. You know what I'm saying? If you got a kid and <laughs> you playing uh, video games with them and you beat their ass 50 times in a row, then they grow up and they beat you 20 times in a row. I mean, you can't just be like, oh, I used to kid. They didn't know what they were doing. I mean, it's a totally different. The criteria is different. You can't. <sighs> anyway, look. Of course now, the players are bigger and faster and stronger and it's more, they're, they're more athletic. Um, of course, you know, that's evolution. People always love to say that LeBron is the most athletic player. This is what happens, you know, and you can uh, tweet or leave a comment on iTunes or, or Stitcher or SoundCloud. This is what happened. I asked, because people, you know, say, hey, LeBron's the GOAT. And I said, if LeBron is the greatest player of all time, point out to me the great thing that he does. What is the one thing that you could say, hey, he's the greatest at that? The reason why I'm saying, if you go, hey, hey, Magic, he was the greatest assist guy, passer, team player, team guy. Or um, Jordan's greatest scorer, or Robin's greatest rebounder. You can say Curry is the, a lot of people say he's the greatest shooter. But I mean, just what do you point at and say, great? So, what people have told me, multiple people that don't know each other, is that LeBron is the most athletic <laughs> player of all time and in his era, and he's. He, he, he does everything. Um, well, he might not be great at one thing, but he does 
everything and he's the most athletic and he's been that for 15, 16, however many years. It's not really answering my question. That doesn't make, I don't know where GOAT comes from if that's what you got. Um, but yeah, people always like to say, hey, most athletic. Um, and more athletic than all of the people that we, people of my ilk, want to talk about in the 80s and the 90s. Uh, fuck, Blake Griffin might be more athletic than everybody in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. That's not the point. <laughs> fuck, everybody's athletic now. Um, see, actual, you know, the better players, um, I think, just my opinion, it's my podcast, fundamentally came from the previous decades. And maybe it was because, <clears throat> excuse me, they didn't have all of the athleticism. Maybe. But, you know, um, all players start off relying on their athletic ability, and as they get older, they rely on their fundamentals, or try. You know, a lot of them never really hammer down the fundamentals because they're always better than who they were playing with on the on the playground and in high school and they was a standout in college and so then they try to make that go into the NBA and at, at first it works but since you never had to you know work on your fundamentals eh, you kind of fizzle out that happens sorry I'm digressing look you can't compare errors like that because the rules are different this is why you can't compare the errors um, rules illegal defense no longer a thing Hand checking, no longer a thing. Uh, teams no longer full court press like they used to. Um, what else is different? The definition of role players. That's changed. And, and players no longer really play positions. Case in point. When, you know, when you're having your barbershop talk or we, we, um, we, we debating stuff at the bar. Um, you lying. You ain't never met Dr. Martin Luther People will point at stats. And tell me, whatever current player, it's not always LeBron. Fuck, it could be Kobe. It could be anybody. It could be uh, Kevin Durant. They say, whatever player has better stats, when we go to the numbers, have better stats and did more than, uh, for the sake, Jordan. Say, hey, they got better stats. The thing is, Jordan didn't have to do all of that stuff because it wasn't his job. Jordan was a two. He was an off guard. His job was to shoot. Make a play, ultimately create and shoot. The plays were run for him to score. No, he doesn't have more rebounds than fucking maybe even Westbrook. He doesn't have more assists than you know whoever Dirk. It wasn't his job. <laughs> That's not what he was there to do. You know, once upon a time, the NBA had defined positions. You know. Centers stayed under the basket and power forwards, they stayed in the paint, near the paint. Small forwards were on the wing, you know, post up, the post up game. It was a thing, you know, when you, when you have now is uh, what they specifically call positionless basketball. So if you got positionless basketball, you can't compare errors. You can't compare, look, the center and the post game is devalued now. You got seven footers bringing up the ball, 
you know, shooting threes, people shooting threes from the logo, the paint, the painted logos on purpose. <laughs> you know, you can't compare eras. Everyone's shooting threes. It's the shooting era, which, listen, I have no problem with it. If that's what entertains everybody, I'm not going to shit on it. I'm just saying that since it's so much different than the NBA that I grew up on, I can't compare it apples to apples because it's just different. Look, Larry Bird, one of the greatest three-point shooters in the history of the game, whether you watched him play or not, you know who the hell Larry Bird is. He averaged, averaged less than two three-point attempts per game his entire career. Attempts, not even makes. I mean, we know he was a shooter. We seen what he did in the three-point contest. We saw what he does in the finals. We know he's a shooter. He averaged two attempts per game his entire career. In the 80s or 90s, if you came down shooting five to six feet behind the arc, whether you made them or not, you were having a seat on the bench. Rock a block, baby. The coach would be, if Bird, Casey Jones would be like, yo, uh, Phil Ford, when that the other coach would be like, yo, you French lick fuck, you better sit down. There was a such thing as an elevated shot or, or a bad shot. Not now. That's why you can't compare errors. You can't compare... I can, you can't even compare shooters like that. Not from era to era. I'm like, he never even shot that. Uh, Harden was shooting more in the month of November than, you know, like whoever the hell would shoot their damn season. You can't, you know, from three-point. Like, you, so you can't really compare eras like that. I'm not saying one era is better than the other, even though I have personal, you know. I'm just saying... Comparing them is, is stupid. The majority of the, the, the teams back, you know, when, when I say back, I mean 80s, maybe early 90s, um, had signature players. It's not necessarily saying that every team had stars. You know, some teams had, you know, nothing. But the thing about the NBA back then is you would have signature players when I could watch the Bucks versus the Suns and B.I. And they would show the Bucks versus up. Right now, they're going to show five teams. And, you know, maybe another team out of those five, you know, playing them. So, and that's it. That's that's gonna be the the ones that they're gonna show on national TV. It was a point where they whatever they wanted to show, you would watch. You no, know, you had your TBS, your WGN, and you know for the Chicago joints and the Atlanta joints, and then you had your TNT. Go to show the shit. Cause fuck, we didn't even have NBA TV. You know what I'm saying? That was a that was a new development. You watch your local joints, you watch the Chicago feed, you watch the Atlanta joint, and 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 TNT, and that was and fucking this shit on Sports Center. But the thing was, you had you had the the signature signature players like um, '86. 
86. 86 was a good year. Celtics had Parrish, McKellen, Burke. So people were like, yeah, I want to see them. That's what I want to see. Um, the Bullets. Shouts to the Bullets. Got to bring that back. The Wizards is a dumb. That was it's no good. But fuck, they had Moses Malone and Michael Adams. That's not necessarily, you know, but in the streets, you know, talking to people like, yo, Michael Adams is dope. Let's go watch. You would want to see the dude. The Bucks had Ricky Pierce and Terry Commons and Sidney Moncrief. No, not necessarily household names unless you were a basketball fan and then you wanted to see them. Uh, Nuggets, Alex English, the Warriors had Sleepy Floyd, Chris Muller. The thing was, it was players that you wanted to see. Not necessarily I'm going to watch them because it's on and... But you didn't get to see them a lot and they were on, so you watch them, you hear about them. It wasn't a point where, I mean, fuck, Jordan was Jordan. But it wasn't a point where it's like, well, if these dudes ain't playing, I ain't really, I don't really care like that. No. It wasn't like that. It was like, shit, I want to see these people. Also, the teams had personalities. Like, in Utah, if you playing the Jazz, you had to deal with the pick and roll. You knew that Stockton and, and, and Carl Malone was going to, Pick and roll you to death. You had to contend with that. The Pistons, you know, they was going to hardball you. No layups. They was going to beat you up. You know, the Lakers, they had the showtime. Running gun. Uh, the Warriors was playing the West Coast ball. Run, run TMC. They had the small ball, you know. Who would have said that? Alton Liston, Lister? Terrible. So, they went small a lot. Portland, the Trailblazers had the thing where if you would shoot a, a long shot, they would release immediately, run to the other court for the for the fast break. You had to contend with that. Coaches would have to prepare for teams differently and use different personnel and lineups. It was a chess, it was a chess game in my mind, and I could be wrong. It seems like it has moved closer to, well, I got my five, you got your five, let's Let's see, you know, see who has a good night or not. I'm not saying that no one's, I'm not saying that people aren't coaching. I'm saying that the people you can tell coach, like you can tell coaching is going down in San Antonio. And then you're looking like LA and be like, nah, there's not a lot of coaching going on. But you, you could you can see coach, what I'm saying back then though is it would be people have to say, well, this team's coming into town. All right, so let's drop a plan. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Now it's just like, all right, let's go play, man. You shoot some threes. I'm going to shoot some threes. And whoever misses the most, you know, that's who fucking that's who loses. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's, just, it's just so different. Teams had to draft differently for their division because they knew – who they'd have to contend with, so they would have to do something about it. It's almost like the NFL. If you got two teams in your division that run, got a strong run game, then you're going to draft run stoppers. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it was in the NBA. It's like, well, damn, they got a strong front court, so I'm going to do this. 
and it was mostly because the the teams were typically the same year to year, so they knew, you know, free agency run a lot of shit. So, you know, the Stars stayed with their teams, and the Stars wanted to win for whoever drafted them for the most part, you know, early on. And so, I'm not saying it's anybody's fault that those those things changed. I am saying that it was different, and that's why you can't compare different era, different game. You know what I'm saying? You can't... The Euro step couldn't do a Euro step. People say, hey, Jordan and Magic and Dominate, especially Dominate, traveled all the time. It's happening. It's happening bigly. They did. But those were stars, and you had to earn that cachet and get those calls. Now, you see people, like, look, man, what are, what are you doing? The, the ref, the refing isn't even the same. The, the, the fouling isn't the same. You blow on them now. It's a foul. People are getting ejected like crazy. You know what the shit that Rodman had to do to get ejected? He had to kick cameraman and headbutt. The Starks had to headbutt. Reggie, you had to really do something to get kicked out of a game back then. It was like, man, go ahead and play, man. <laughs> it would be all-out fights. Nobody got ejected. I'm like, all right, man, we fucking... Calm down after the commercial time. <laughs> um, just a different game. You can't compare. You can't. You can say who's the best in their era, the best during their run, who had the bigger impact. I guess I hate impact. Impact is dumb. Um, but again, you establish the criteria. And if you do that, you might be able to do something, but not across eras because. It's different. That's why I don't engage in the talk or the debates, especially with people not from the era or the people who ignore history. See, fortunately, since I'm old as fuck, I've seen fuck, just about all the greats. I didn't get to see, you know, Russell and Walt, you know, and Wilt and, 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 and Pistol like that. I didn't get to see them, but... I mean, I've seen the, the 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 Sixers era, you know, and Doc come over from the ABA. I've seen the Sixers, seen the Lakers, I've seen this, I've seen Magic, I've seen Bird, I've seen Isaiah, I've seen like, Shaq, seen LeBron, I've seen Kobe, I've seen all of it. So while I'm still not comparing errors, if I'm having a logical debate with someone, I can speak from, yeah, I've seen that. Instead of, I watched it on YouTube or I heard about it. I've actually seen it. That's the thing about the Jordan thing. For for the younger people who only know that he got some shoes that's going to be re-released every year in the same colors. That you got to get. I got them. Um, like, it's not the GOAT. The GOAT and the greatest of all time. That's so, it means. <sighs> Look. Well, this is what I was telling someone. When Jordan was playing, his whole career when he was playing, where he played at, people would travel and make plans, airplane, hotel, um, whatever is going on in that city. But the main, they wanted to go see him play. They didn't care where they sat. The whole career, not just when he was a rookie. When he was a rookie, then nobody even fucking care about him. 
He didn't come in again. He didn't come in with hype or expectations or nothing. Fuck, people cared more about Worthy on that team and Sam Perkins. These people, you know what I'm saying? But if Jordan, if the Bulls was playing the Pacers, people fuck that I knew in Ohio would travel to Indiana because Jordan and the Bulls were coming in town and they would stay two days and hang out. Fuck, it was when he fucking retired and went to the Wizards, people would come out of town to D.C. to see the great value version of Jordan, which was still serving people with 20s and dunking and blocking. The fact that the man 3P retired came back and three-peated again and arguably, you know, the toughest era to play. Two three-peats after you retire and go fucking swing a baseball bat? Stop it. Man, anyway. Also, I get what people are saying, though. What you're seeing now is great comparatively because we did have that moment where it was terrible. That 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 one era that right after if you like say you're a Lakers fan right after the Van Axel Eddie Jones in the midst of the Kobe it was it was tough it was tough for a little bit um, but that doesn't mean that even though people are balling right now and the scores are up and everything. Doesn't mean that the stuff before wasn't dope or just as dope or maybe even better. It's just different. I'd argue, look, here's the thing. It's faster now and people are shooting better and jumping out of the gym and you're right. I'd argue, though, people have more fun and had more fun playing Tecmo Bowl than they do playing Madden today. Even though we know Madden looks better, it's faster, it's just, it's, it has all the options, jerseys, and you can trade in the front office, you can sell fucking hot dogs, ESPN licenses, whatever. But you put in uh, uh, Tecmo Super Bowl. Niggas play that shit forever. You throw Madden, like, yeah, we'll play a few games. That's glitchy. <laughs> you know? Here's a cheese command. Fucking Tecmo Bowl. Pick the right play. You pick the wrong play, man. Come on, let's stop me. Anyway, look. I just wanted to throw a quick episode up because people like to compare errors. And I was explaining why I think you cannot or should not. It's not the same. It's not the same game. The people from... The older eras, those people at their prime, I feel, could play rather seamlessly in today's era. Would it be tougher? Maybe. Because of everyone so athletic now. But you also got to understand something very important. The mental game was crazy back then. You know, when you knew that the Pistons was going to clobber you because you... They drew blood on four or five players the night before. You were already thinking, damn, this is about to be a tough game. When Jordan's coming and the trash talk, when they already beat you off the plane 
they already got in your head, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's totally different now. They, they were grown fucking men. They were playing your uncles. As, <laughs> they were grown men, and they would, they would use that and intimidate and play mind games. Right now, it's just like, come on, I can jump higher than you. Well, let's see. I'm saying it's a whole nother mental aspect. And I'm not saying that the the, the people from this era couldn't play um, back then. They definitely could, um, some of them. Um, but you also got to think, as dope as uh, Clay shot is, as dope as KD is being damn near seven feet and, and can shoot you out of the gym, not getting shots off that easy, though. Because they play, well, you got to play the glove and you got to play, you can play them old ass uncles in Portland, <laughs> call them against Buck Williams and Jerome Kersey, where you got to deal with Oakley, you know, you're going to get your shit off, but you're going to earn it and it ain't going to be that easy, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, conversely, you put Buck Williams and, and Terry Porter, now they might get housed and, you know. Because they weren't scores, like again, it was a role player. You know, the defense, defense was crazy back in the day. Even though people say that like Jordan played against a lot of insurance salesmen, but you know, you can sleep on Jack Sikma if you want to. Ugh. <laughs> Let me count this show. Um, when when ninety uh, percent of you disagree with me, you can uh, tweet me about it. And for you, ten percent, I fucks with you. Um, so, in the meantime, in between time, to the next show, uh, you know, appreciation. Hit me up. I'm out. Yo, one more thing. Why, when you fuckity fucks are coming up with these uh, goat comparisons and and greatest talk is never anybody under like six eight or taller than six eight. Like, it, I'm guessing it's because Jordan is the greatest of all time, but why isn't it Wilt Chamberlain? Why couldn't it be Shaq? Why can't a center be the greatest of all time? Why can't Isaiah? Why could why um, the current best player right now? Why is it LeBron? Why isn't it Curry? He has rings. He got he got records, and 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 he stayed with one fucking team. Why isn't Curry the best player right now? He's he's more hell one on one than any than than LeBron in my in my opinion one on one. If I had to guard one of the other, fuck. I mean, of course LeBron can muscle you, but you know shit, he might miss a layup, and he always misses his first free throw. What I'm saying is. Why is the the little man never included in the goat? Why is the center never? Who was more unstoppable than Orlando Shaq? Ever? I mean, you could say Will, but we didn't see Will. And Will was playing against pygmies. But who was gonna body Shaq? Why isn't Iverson considered one of the great? He didn't have any rings. Okay, I get that. But but Shaq could definitely be a great greatest of all time. Duncan could be a greatest of all time. Um, uh, fucking Curry could be great. They got more rings than the guy that you guys annoyed. Kobe, why isn't Kobe better than LeBron? How? How is he not? I, I don't know. I'm just saying that 
when you're talking about the greatest, it doesn't have to be a, a swing. It doesn't have to be a guard. Just because it was joy, they're not doing, they're not rebounding or doing assists better than, you know, anybody. They, they, these other people are more stoppable. I, what do I know? I was just wondering. It was, it was, all right, look, back to the Jeffersons. Pussy, I can't be a lover. <laughs> no, all right, one more thing. Who now are making terribly corny, uh, <laughs> awful rap songs about current players? I don't know why I own this. Listen to this terrible shit called Go Michael Air Jordan. All right, I'm really out this time, but listen to this shit. Jordan! There's a friend of mine, so relax yourself for while I bust this rhyme. I'm Scorpio, but my friends call me this, you know, Mr. Nestor Rock the Best. Show no shame is the game I claim. I am the wild thing, so I'm in your brain. Before I get on the go, I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna start this out like a basketball show. Whoever say the man can't fly, I'll look him in the face and call him a lie. It's me, Scorpio, and I came to say, keep your eye on the NBA. Cause this year, all years in the B-ball game is when Air Jordan gonna show no shame. Not taking nothing from Dr. J, but my man Air is here to stay. This time the hold him back, sneaking inside. TV is your witness, that boy can glide. Last year it was the strip of Charles Barkley, but Mike is nice. And my man is Barkley, making love to the ball like it's a woman. You try to touch it, then he laughed, then he run it. Down the court, behind his back, in your face. Now why did you make a big disgrace? Live, ooh, in front of your girl. But after all, you in Jordan world. He like a reincarnation of Earl the Burl. With rocket boosters and a lot of twirls. And let him flash on by, don't try to slow him down. Cause if you do, you gonna hear this sound. in the house uh, now, now, now. we all heard the legend of larry bird if that's the truth then say it words the twins towers with elijah wrong plus dominique Wilkins, he be rocking on universe web and patrick hewitt the new school they even be doing it but you be in the days in the maze and the left in the rain saying how could a brother just play so crazy and good at the same time he must have a mastermind still the ball then fly on by with nice on his feet he can't be beat on a one-on-one -on -one. he never hurt the feet the only thing to slow him down is an injury so don't play him close you understand you see on the very next game he'll be a true bull playing slick bad and powerful you don't want the crowd to make a fool out of you then be very careful in what you do if the refs gotta stop and blow his horn the crowd will get mad and sing this song This in the house. Well, 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 well. Uh, uh. If you was young and got inspiration to be 
a great man, like to join the sensation. Stay in school and don't break the rules. And don't get high and be nobody fool. So learn while it's there so you can be prepared to do anything, anywhere. A doctor in London, a lawyer in France, a Chicago bear to start market dance. Seeking occupation from C to C. So go for the A's and forget the B. Now I can say it's easy, just look at me, but it's hard work plus misery. If Ian was here, he'd tell you what it's like. He'd come in the place and grab the mic and say, Players never there in all that jazz, but I stayed in school and made sure I passed in case things went wrong. You know, my man, I can turn to my other master plan, cause I'm blessed. Yeah, from up above, and when I step on the court, I fly like a dove. My mother give me love, cause I am a son. That's why when I play, I'm second to in the house. Fucking terrible. And with your wrinkled pussy, I can't be a lover. <laughs>